Hi, this is Peter Schwartz, public address announcer for the Cosmos, and you're listening to the First Team Podcast. With your host, John Frashante. Hello Cosmos Crunchy, welcome back. On this show we are going to review the East River Derby victory 1-0 over NYCFC. That means the Cosmos will go on to face the New England Revolution at home. So we will talk about that, talk about what that means for the New York Cosmos. We will go on to talk about what happened off the pitch. Yes, in derbies there are things that go on, We we will discuss that. And the atmosphere as well, because the atmosphere was so massive. Uh, and then we will go on to discuss Nico Kronjar to Rangers. That seems to be uh, a big story going on at the moment. We keep talking about it every week because it is so important. Uh, and we have some stadium news that we will talk about. N- no decision yet, but uh, some quotes from Eric Stover to discuss. So let's start talking about the East River Derby. It was a great match. That's what we expected. We expected both teams going back and forth. But I think from a Cosmos point of view, I think you wanted to see NYCFC take this match very seriously. And we just didn't see that. We didn't. They didn't start the DPs, their designated players. And that was pretty sad. They put out reserves. They put out... uh, squad rotation players, players that we never saw before, and NYCFC supporters never saw these players start before either. And that's the type of match that we saw on Wednesday. But I'm not downplaying the match, saying that it's not important or NYCFC didn't take it seriously. Patrick Vieira kept saying that he did take it seriously and that he had a match on Saturday and they sort of had that as their top priority and then uh, tried to do the best that they could on Wednesday. And that's what they did. And the New York Cosmos had some chances. Uh, The defense at times looked very, very bad. NYCFC had so many opportunities to put the ball in the back of the net and they just didn't. And Hunter Freeman and this one play uh, that I tweeted, it was the save of the season. It was crazy. Uh, Jimmy Mary came out of the net. I don't recall what he was trying to do, but Hunter Freeman just booted the ball out of the way, and he just made a massive save. If they would have scored, I really could not see the Cosmos getting an equalizer, but Adam Moffitt comes in later on in the second half, and he he's just a game changer. He changes the game. We saw it early on in the spring season, 
he comes on, scores goals from way out, <laughs> and he did that, and he created so much space. He ran, and it was great. He was a great presence on the field, and he sort of showed his class, showed why the Cosmos have him, and showed uh, really why he's a player that should be in the starting 11 when he's fit. Adam Moffat is a great player, and Danny Satella is uh, the goal scorer that put the Cosmos up one nothing, and that was probably one of the best matches so far this season. So with the Cosmos winning that match one to nothing against NYCFC, there was a draw the next day, and it paired us with the New England Revolution. So that means that we are going to play them on June 29th at Belson Stadium. We will get to that shortly of why they're playing there and, and not at Hofstra. But let's talk about what happened off the pitch. There were so many things going on. And the five points, and I don't think they get enough recognition. They don't really get talked about on the broadcast, even on the away broadcast. Even NYCFC people would not recognize and re- and really don't care about how great away supporters really are. It's a derby matchup. That's what it is. And when you see derbies across the world, you see two sets of supporters coming together and they're not buddies for that night. They're not friends. They're really enemies that day. They're enemies. And that's what we saw against NYCFC. There were reported uh, injuries, fights between two sets of supporters, Cosmos, NYCFC. I did not see these. I was not told what happened. So I'm not going to comment on what happened. But I am going to talk about an article that was written sort of the day after. And this guy who wrote it, his name is uh, Nate Scott. He probably knew a lot more than we did about what happened. And he sort of went into sort of why there should not be violence in U.S. soccer. Why it doesn't belong here. And he went into... Uh, how violence in Europe stems from a long history. And he went into this long article and talked about how in the United States and how in MLS, NYCFC is a very new brand, is a very new team. And he made a funny joke saying how Disney Channel shows have been around for longer than NYCFC. And he went on to say how there shouldn't be fights because there's no history, uh, there's no tension, there's no violence, or there shouldn't be violence between these two sets of supporters because they haven't been playing for a while. And it just begs the question of why do we see violence? We don't see it often within soccer, but we sort of see it uh, when two big clubs come and play against each other. NYCFC Cosmos don't play often, but we don't like each other. We don't like other New York soccer teams. Even though we don't play in the same league, we don't like that opposing team. So the question really is, is why are we seeing brawls? Why are we seeing violence between two sets of supporters, even though they don't play in the same league? It's because there's so much passion for that one night. Everything is on the line that night. Everything is. And one set of supporters starts off the other, and that's when you see a lot of fights. Maybe someone calling someone another name, or maybe 
or maybe taunting other people. These things happen within soccer. This happens. I saw this with my own eyes at the stadium. One NYCFC supporter was sort of yelling at the five points, doing everything that he could to distract them, to knock them down. And no one was sort of reprimanding this NYCFC supporter because outside the stadium, these things probably happened, and that's why this led to a fight, to uh, two sets of supporters getting bloody. And we saw pictures on Twitter and so on, and probably you you know a lot more. Maybe you were there. Maybe you uh, were in this fight. And if you were, I hope you are are okay. But these fights personally don't really belong in U.S. soccer. I do agree with Nate Scott. But then on the other hand, you really can't stop these kinds of things because it happens in this sport, even though there that there isn't a long history uh, between these clubs. But it happens because there's so much passion there. There's just so much riding on that one night. And uh, it just takes advantage of us, really. And that's why we see fights in this game. That's not a great that's not a great excuse, but it happens in sports and we have to accept it. Uh but moving on here uh to Nico Kronjar. We talked about it last week with David Kilpatrick, how Nico Kronjar was rumored, and at the time last week it was a rumor. Now it is being reported. I reported it uh I think it was Friday night on Twitter, according to my source. It is going to be uh, made official that Nico Kronjar will sign with the with the Rangers FC within the coming days. BBC Sport has said that Nico Kronjar will take his medical on Wednesday, and that it should be uh, made official sometime Wednesday or Thursday. Uh, so at the moment, Nico Kronjar is looking like he is no longer a Cosmos player. He's not going to resign for the fall season. So that means that we will be. Uh, without a very important midfielder. That leaves us potentially with a major hole. And even though Gio and the front office go on to talk about how much depth we have as a team, I personally think that we need a new spark within the team. I I, I really think that the Cosmos need to make a signing, uh, not to excite the fan base, not to excite um, other players to come here, but a player that's going to bring something different to the team. That's sort of going to bring what Nico Kronjar brought to the team. He he was a playmaker and a player that we can't replace. But we are. But what the Cosmos are going to try to do is they're going to really replace him with a player that's not seeing enough game time. And maybe that's the best way to approach it. But Nico Kronjar is a great loss. He was a great player, but it's sad to lose him. Really, it really is sad, but I don't blame him for leaving. And this is where it sort of gets complicated. Any club around the world would get mad if they leave a club. They would get really mad if their favorite player, if maybe one of their best players leaves the club that they support, that that they love. They would get mad that, that that player left. But for the Cosmos, we should not be mad at Nico Kronjar. And why I'm saying that is because... Rangers is on a whole nother level. It really is. 
I love the Cosmos. I love the NASL. I love soccer in this country. But I have to accept that the uh, attraction of Europe is great. It really is. You want to go play on the biggest stage where fans across the world are going to watch you and are going to recognize who you are. That's why you play in Europe. You have the chance to go play on maybe one of the biggest club stages in the world. And, and that's the Champions League if, if they qualify for it. So Nico Kronjar is going to have a great challenge with, uh, with Rangers. I wish him the best of luck. And his lawyer had some great things to say. He stated that Nico has talked of Rangers being a fresh challenge for him. And uh, his lawyer went on to say that Nico had offers from the Far East and Middle East. Nico was a wanted man for sure. And it was reported earlier today that really the Cosmos couldn't really afford him. The financial aspect of Nico Kronjar, they couldn't compete with a team that would spend and would offer Nico Kronjar a lot more money than the Cosmos really can at the moment. So that's really sad to see, but we helped Nico get back to where he is. He used the Cosmos in a way where he can move up to the highest level, and we helped him get there. So I don't know if that's an accomplishment, but I think that that's something that we have to live with and something that we are going to experience in the future if we can't keep hold to these big talented players that are attracted by bigger clubs. So like I said earlier, we may see this again in the future, but best of luck to Nico Kronjar. Uh, he is set to make uh, it official with Rangers FC. This could be made official anytime to Wednesday or Thursday of this week. And it is going to be sad to see him leave, but best of luck. Uh, so we have stadium news and this is not a official yes or no answer from the ESD. This is just quotes from Eric Stover sort of saying how he doesn't like how long the process is taking. And uh, we believe him and we feel the same way. And supporters are getting so upset as well that they started their own petition. If you go to Cosmos Games, uh, you can... Get Caesar. Caesar, you can if you don't know who he is, you can go to the tailgate, the five points tailgate, and find Caesar. He's the man that is holding the petition, and you can get it signed and tell uh, Governor Cuomo that you want a stadium right now. So Eric Stover has says that you can't look at circumstances like this and not see how it's detrimental to the growth of our organization. He was saying how. It's been taking a long time, and it is detrimental to the Cosmos organization. And we talk about this on a daily basis. Every single week, every time you tune into this podcast, we talk about how important a stadium really is. A stadium is so important to the growth of a soccer team. And the Cosmos have big ambitions. Eric Silver has said in the past that we missed out on some players because we didn't have our own home. So... Within a stadium, you can have multiple things. You can host different events. You can schedule your matches at a time that's convenient for you. You don't have to schedule around Hofstra or around St. John's Belson Stadium. 
You can schedule a match whenever you want, whenever you think you can get the most people at the match. You can host friendlies, and, and that's a problem that I think the Cosmos have had in the modern era is that we haven't had the ability to host a friendly anywhere with the New York metropolitan area because scheduling conflicts are killing the cosmos at the moment. We see clubs across the world, especially in the U.S., they host friendlies anywhere. They don't care where it is. Uh, like Puerto Rico FC, they hosted a friendly in New York. They don't even play in New York, but they hosted it at a temporary venue, at a neutral venue, if you will. I understand that uh, Carmelo Anthony was trying to grow their brand and all that, but the Cosmos, if they wanted to, and I know this is so difficult, but if they wanted to, they could host it somewhere. Somewhere. MCU Park is a legitimate home where you could host your matches there and that's a very important place where you can still have a professional environment and I feel at MCU Park you can do as much as you want there personally I think their schedule is so short that you can host friendlies that you you can host some preseason matches at MCU Park if the weather conditions hold up you can host most of your uh, league matches there as well. So I think MCU Park is a great home for the New York Cosmos in the short term for next season if they don't renew with with uh, Hofstra, which I don't think is going to happen. But Eric Silver has talked on and said that MCU Park is no good because players, I think away players, I think he said, have complained about the brown turf. So if you're not familiar with MCU Park, MCU Park is a baseball stadium, and there is brown turf. And you might be saying, well, throw some type of grass on top of it. But it's weird because there was a hurricane that really ruined the field. And now the infield is sort of now part of the turf. So you really can't put grass over the infield. So probably what they would have to do is put on top their sort of technology turf that Eric Stover talked about, the turf that Radio OKC uses. Um, so that could be another thing to use because MCU Park has tons of markings on their field. Like they have the baseball infield, uh, then they have the pitching mound, they have the Brooklyn Cyclones in words in the outfield. Uh, so there's tons of markings, and it would look really ugly if they would host matches on a week-to-week basis there. But if they would use that new technology, that would look a, a whole lot better professional environment, potentially the ability to host a lot more events at your stadium, at your temporary facility, and you have access to the subways, the trains, that would really be the best home for me, for probably tons of Cosmo supporters um, come next season. But moving on to the last topic of this week's show, Hofstra, and this is the current current temporary location. Hofstra has banned all future U.S. Open Cup matches against MLS competitions. And this is the worst part to the story, honestly, is that the Cosmos call Hofstra University home, call Short Stadium home. The Cosmos are renting out Short Stadium. They're paying good money for sure. And Hofstra come out of nowhere 
and ban the facility for hosting MLS competitions? How can they do that? And I understand that their number one priority is their is their stadium, is their university. They don't want uh, some type of threats. They don't want uh, two clashes of supporters. They don't want violence. I understand that from a college point of view. But to reject a professional club who is paying you serious money to play matches at your stadium, that's really sad. Never heard of anything like that before. But this is what the Cosmos have to deal with. They have to deal with every bumps in the roads so far. And maybe this is the last thing. Maybe this is the last thing that the Cosmos have to um, endure. Maybe this is uh, the last chance that the Cosmos gave to Hofstra. And they sort of got rejected. And they might be saying, well, okay, we're not going to be back next season because it's looking like that if you can't play against MLS competitions at home how do you expect to play there next season that's not the type of home that we want so again this is looking truer and truer every single day that the Cosmos might not be calling Hofstra home next season we will bring you the the latest news if anything comes up next week and in the coming weeks Uh, this concludes this week's show it's a short one but there is not that much going on in Cosmos country. We talked about Eric Stover, his quotes on the stadium and how it is detrimental to the growth of the New York Cosmos. Hofstra ban from U.S. Open Cup matches against MLS clubs. And we talked about Nico Kronger going to Rangers and so on. The Cosmos will face the New England Revolution at St. John's Belson Stadium. It's going to be a great match. It really, really is. We never faced the New England Revolution in the Open Cup so far, but it is going to be a great match. Hopefully, we see everyone there. Hopefully, it, it is a packed house, and the Cosmos are, are running a great a great package. For $25, you can get two uh, tickets, a so one ticket to the Open Cup match and one ticket to a fall season match any match that you want to attend. So that it is a, a great deal and it, it expires tomorrow. So get that while supplies last. Also, one last shout out here on the show that uh, Twice a Cosmo, it is a SB Nation uh, Cosmos blog and they are currently looking for writers, looking for a site manager. So if you would be looking to maybe join this site or maybe show your passion and show why you love the Cosmos and write, and write for that site, you can follow them on Twitter at Toys of Cosmo and DM them there and try to contact them because they are a great site and great people to work with. So thank you everyone for tuning into this week's show. If you enjoyed it, guys, follow us on Twitter at One Team Pod, like us on Facebook at The First Team Podcast, and check out our new website, firstteampod.com. We have new shirts for sale, so pick those up while supplies last. We have a blog. If you want to write for our blog, you can e- you can email us at firstteampod at gmail.com or check out our contact page on our website as well. So thank you, everyone, for tuning in. I really enjoyed this week's show. Looking forward to our 100th show. Yeah, guys, you heard that right. 100th running of uh, First Team Podcast. It is set to be a great episode what would you like to hear on the 100th episode? You can email us, firstteampod at gmail, 
or you can tweet us. Tell us what you guys would like to hear. We care about our listeners. What do you feel we should sort of celebrate our 100th episode with? So thank you, everyone, once again. Thank you for taking your time to listen to this podcast. And as always, let's go, New York Cosmos. Yeah, just want to give a shout out to the five points. The Borough Boys, the Benadol Cosmos, and the Cross Island yeah. crew. Uh, yeah, it's New York Street and White. What we bleed, you see and fight. Indeed, it seems to be achieving. See, we do and did it right. Cosmo Country loving, we above them. I'm just saying. All those lovely somethings come and see it and I'm playing. The fact of it is, the rap from Skid Attacks, Hash and Bliss. Reacts, tap, we win. So fast, racking them in. Whether it's stack the wing, going back to the through the mid, cutting the seams. It seems we see anything to be. We got a ball and a dream. Got a ball and a dream. We do. I'm new, it's true. Effects Crew, down for you, no doubt they do. Surrounding you with bad views, like shouting cues aloud to you without them dudes. Around my crews, I'm tracking that's no excuse. Each session a lesson, it's not about perfection. The work's the test, and F's connected like a method. Not breathless at the training, something's gotta be corrected. Rushing and acceleration at the start's the most suggested. Infected with greatness, potential is spacious. Out the world, just face it. The work becomes contagious. Some may say we made it, but now we've just begun. Sorry if you hate it, because I can tell you that I'm far from done.